Welcome to Intuitive Astrology with Molly McCord. Thank you so much for joining me today as we're going to continue our conversation on the Jupiter-Neptune conjunction in Pisces, which is exact in April 2022, but we are feeling these energies throughout the end of February, March, and into April 2022. And this is a significant once-in-a-lifetime conjunction that is working with all of us, both individually and collectively. I did a podcast for you on this topic a week ago on February 14th, 2022. This will be part two of the topic where I'm also going to begin by discussing the exact astrology of this energy before going into the intuitive messages and energies I'm seeing around all of this. Now, it's important to note that with this conjunction, we are dealing with an ongoing energy stream, meaning energy isn't just starting and stopping. It's always in motion, evolving and moving. And so this conjunction, as it involves Jupiter, is the energy of what is brought to our attention in a more pronounced way. As Jupiter expands and amplifies, Jupiter grows and asks us to look for the wisdom what are you learning? What are you meant to connect with? What is supporting you that is for your own benefit here? And Jupiter wants us to continually evolve our consciousness. But I find it very important to note that Jupiter has been an important player for us for a number of years. As when Jupiter was in Capricorn, Jupiter was working with Pluto and Saturn in Capricorn. Then Jupiter and Saturn both moved into Aquarius, where we had their exact conjunction at zero and one degrees of Aquarius back in December 2020. And that was known as the Great Conjunction. And that's also important in understanding this timeline because Jupiter conjunct Saturn began a new synodic cycle, which is similar to a new moon or an initiation or beginning period where their energy was reset and they were on the same page. Now they have different intentions and themes. While Jupiter does the expanding, the growing, the understanding of the bigger picture, Saturn provides the grounding, the boundaries, the understanding of limitations and constraints. And so there's this innate push and pull when Saturn and Jupiter are in a sign together. And that certainly is the case as they began a new synodic cycle in December 2020. So what we look at then is how Jupiter went forward into Pisces and will now make another exact conjunction to Neptune, another outer planet. So what we have is Jupiter is essentially a little bit of a messenger here because Jupiter has already been in contact with Pluto, with Saturn, and now with Neptune. And because Jupiter is about our growth, the accumulation of knowledge, what we're understanding, what we're learning, we're also looking at where there is potentially too much of a good thing, where there are exaggerations, also where there are assumptions. Assumptions is a Jupiter word. So Jupiter has already had conversations with Pluto in Capricorn, Saturn 
in Aquarius and now is moving into Pisces with this exact conjunction to have a conversation with Neptune around what needs to be released, what is ready to go. And this is essentially for our best and highest good, where Jupiter is saying, we don't need this going forward. There's things here that you've learned, you've come to understand, you've seen this cycle play out, or you've understood what you were healing, what you were learning, what you were moving through. And as Jupiter connects with Neptune and Pisces, Neptune and Pisces is the bigger energy. So what's interesting here is that although Jupiter has had conjunctions to Pluto, to Saturn, and now to Neptune, Jupiter hasn't been the dominant energy. It's been the amplifier for what that planet is bringing into our consciousness. And so when Jupiter was working with Pluto and Capricorn, there was a lot coming in around the Plutonic energies in Capricorn. What is ending, completing, what is being destroyed, what is coming to an absolute conclusion so that it can be rebirthed. But that rebirth doesn't fully happen until Pluto leaves an astrological sign permanently. So Jupiter brought up even more around what Pluto and Capricorn is permanently changing and ending on the planet. Then when Jupiter was conjunct Saturn, Saturn was the bigger energy and Saturn was providing a new framework, new structures, new understandings of what can be built and created going forward as well as what is ready to arrive in our consciousness through the age of Aquarius themes and ideals, as well as the understanding that there's things we need to focus on and build in the real world, and that is Saturn's domain. So then Jupiter brought in the inspiration of opening up to more of these age of Aquarius energies, and essentially showing Saturn what is possible, what can open up and provide new gateways and new pathways for what we want to experience next on the planet. Now, as Pluto makes that conjunction to Neptune and Pisces, this would be about the endings, the completions, the unravelings. And I touched on this in the previous week's episode on this topic, but this is where Jupiter is making it easy for us to trust or easier. We have a sense of, yes, this is right on time as that Jupiter and Pisces will connect to divine timing and will show us more of what Neptune and Pisces is wanting us to release. Now, Neptune entered Pisces back in 2011, and it's going to stay in Pisces until the beginning of 2026. Now that's because Neptune and Pisces will go back and forth as it enters Aries and then comes back into Pisces in 2025-2026. And why this is important is because Neptune and Pisces is really cleansing and clearing out so many things that have been within us and on the planet for lifetimes and for multiple cycles. So this Neptune and Pisces wave of energy that keeps persisting and keeps moving through us is continually clearing out the older stories, energies, experiences, and parts of ourselves that we're meant to release and we're meant to let go of. 
So this conjunction with Jupiter supports it, meaning if you're truly ready to change a habit, change a pattern, be done with something in yourself, be done with something that has been detrimental or unhealthy, something that has not been connected to your higher sense of love for yourself, your self-worth, your self-esteem, the part of you that deserves to experience amazing, beautiful energies on this planet. If you've been disconnected, if you've had an internal separation between areas of yourself or areas of your life. This is when the Neptune and Pisces conjunction with Jupiter is going to help you clear that out, especially February, March, April. This is where you can make some big, significant changes in your energy field, in your internal world, your emotional life, your intuition, the parts of you that you're kind of done with. Have you ever gotten tired of your own habits? Have you ever felt worn out from the patterns and cycles that you're on? Have you ever felt like, I'm ready to change this? I'm ready to do this differently to express it in a healthier way or to show up with a new sense of love and acceptance for myself. This supports very deep changes within us. And this is the time period here this year to take care of this, to really be mindful and conscious of what you're changing in yourself because Jupiter is here to support it, to help it flow and open up, to really make some new commitments to yourself in the higher Pisces realms. And what that means is that you accept your own humanity. You accept your own foibles and where you were perhaps not in your truth or not honoring your authenticity. Perhaps it's where you haven't fully embraced and accepted yourself. This is also where you could be done with the things you've done to avoid, abandon, or reject, or do anything that caused unnecessary harm to yourself or to others. This is where we're able to make some higher commitments and really walk in a new truth or a new understanding of what you want to experience in this lifetime, regardless of what happened previously in your life experiences. This is where you can make some big changes. You can really release. You can really say, I'm done with this because I'm tired of it. I'm tired of my own bullshit or I'm tired of creating this energy in my life. I'm exhausted from this pattern. I'm not going to do this anymore. That's where you become very, very honest and truthful with yourself around what you're ready to change. And again, this is important when we put it into this bigger astrological timeline, because in a few years, especially when Saturn enters Pisces, it's going to be even more in your face what you didn't change because Saturn brings things into our reality. Saturn in Pisces is going to show us where we haven't perhaps let go of something, where we're still wrestling with certain parts of ourselves or certain lower Pisces energies that ultimately are not working. So it's a bit like whatever you're already aware of in yourself, wherever your energy sinks and goes low, wherever you feel yourself perhaps drained, tired, you're just maybe even feeling that energy is no longer resonating, it's no longer connecting. That's a message that you're ready to shift something, you're ready to change it. And it's better to do so now, although of course in the universe there are always energies that support you. There can always be help for whenever you're ready, whenever you choose to make change. But this particular timeline 
has more support for these changes moving through you. Because as we progress into 2024, 2025, we're going to have Saturn in Pisces trailing behind Neptune in Pisces. Now, Neptune will enter Aries, as I said, in 2025 and then come back into Pisces. In fact, it comes back into the final degree of Pisces in 2025, 2026. And this is where there are even bigger endings. That's the very end of the Zodiac. That is the last caboose. That is the end. Put a period at the end of the sentence because Aries energy, that zero degrees of energy is a whole new beginning point of a whole new long-term cycle. So when you put it into this timeline, you can see how whatever we don't shift and change at this particular conjunction, it will still continue on and it will still be something we'll have to revisit in a few years time. And then the energies will be different and it could be a little bit more difficult to make those changes. Now we don't have an exact conjunction between Saturn in Pisces and Neptune in Pisces. Saturn is traveling behind Neptune. So they don't have an exact, exact conjunction in Pisces. They will meet up in Aries. So there's energies here that are supporting us in really cleaning something up. Kind of like clean up your act, get yourself together, step into what you know is your truth now. It's no longer about just going with the flow and seeing what happens and being passive. Because these energies are asking you to be in your power. They're asking you to be aware of yourself and how you're showing up in your life and how you're showing up energetically in all the realms that you're experiencing. Now, because that Pisces energy is very soft and compassionate and kind, it wants to be accepting of everyone. It wants to be the energy of unconditional love. It doesn't necessarily show up as some kind of ass kicking. It doesn't mean you're going to necessarily have something that you have to deal with. This is the energy of choices, very big choices, choosing a new trajectory, choosing a higher path, really honoring how far you've come, what you've learned, what you've healed, and to allow that to be enough motivation and inspiration to move you forward, to move you up into those higher realms. And of course, if you don't, for whatever reasons, if there's things you're still circling in, if you don't feel ready, if you don't feel like you're able to make some new decisions or commitments to yourself, the universe always helps you when you are ready, when you are ready to step into that path Because the universe doesn't have a timeline like we do. We work with these energies. We work with the timing in a day, the timing in a year. We work with the energetics of the cosmos and all these realms that we're feeling and sensing. But the universe is always in the present moment. That's the only place the universe exists. So whenever you're ready to do something new or different, that's exactly where the universe meets you. But in this current energy, we have more support with this Jupiter conjunction to make some big changes, some radical changes, perhaps some things you've contemplated or thought about, some things that you could sense you wanted to change or shift. Now is the time. Now is when it's going to be easier. 
So keep that in mind because we will have Pisces energies for a few more years. So we're still working with these themes. We're still working out these energies, really trying to perhaps get into the heart of what we've been learning at a soul level where we've been working on shifting areas of ourselves, of our emotional world, of our expression, where we're ready to go next that really is in alignment with who you are, but there's this energy here of choices, really needing to make some choices that are in alignment with your best and highest good. And I feel these choices are directly related to the unconscious parts of ourselves that we haven't really shifted just yet, or that you have shifted, but now there's going to be even more energy to take you forward into what you have changed. So yes, change is the name of the game here, but it's at a very deep level and it's much more profound because of both the influence of Jupiter and Neptune working together to really bring about these completions. I described them previously as unravelings. And more about that to perhaps see how this energy is working is that it looks as if the energies are moving and spinning in the opposite rotation of how the earth spins. And it's this unraveling from the earth's collective energy field, as well as our own individual energy fields, that's unraveling, removing, releasing, taking away what has been too tight or stuck, anything that hasn't had the flow or movement that it needs. I also feel these energies connected to our egos, connected to the parts of our self-identification that have served a purpose, that have provided us with experiences, lessons, healings, parts of our lives that have composed how we experience this planet. The unraveling is removing energies that you are done with, even if your ego or your mind is not wanting to let go. And that's where you could feel this tension, this push and pull, because there's something at the ego energy level that wants to grasp on, wants to hold on, wants something to stay the same because that's where we want control. But these are parts of your energy that you've outgrown. These aren't the parts of yourself that are healthy, confident, and strong. These aren't the parts of yourself that are connected to your authenticity. It's almost like anything that has been created around you that is a facade, that is no longer connected to your truth. It has some principles of falsehood or it has some things that you just no longer resonate with. Those are the energies that are unwinding and unraveling. Those are the parts of you that are leaving. Now, this does pertain to people in your life who are connected to those energies. So if there are people in your world, be it family members, friendships, colleagues, coworkers, connections, spouses, partnerships, whoever it may be, if they're not energetically connected to you at an authentic level, they will also be leaving. Because at this time on the planet, there is more clarity and support than ever before for your soul mission work, for the parts of you that are gaining strength, confidence, and determination around what you want to do in this world, what you want to experience in this lifetime. Anything not connected to that, it's got to go. It's ready to go. Exit, stage left. 
to the left, to the left, everything you own in a box to the left. It needs to go and it will feel so uncomfortable if it stays. And it's almost like this is where we're really working with energies that can feel intense, more personal, and certainly activate more within us around our own capacity to let things go. And that is one of the big teaching energies here of this Jupiter-Neptune conjunction is that it's showing us where we can be detached or release, where we can open our hands and not have a firm grasp on something or someone. Neptune and Pisces reminds us that all energies are about transcendence and dissolving, that change is a constant. We always have energies moving through us that take different forms and different shapes and that we're not meant to hold on to any one thing. So what we're moving through here is a grand cycle of release around anything that's no longer connected to what is true for you, your soul mission, your soul work. So this will play out in different ways for everyone, of course, because it's going to relate to how well you're able to let things go that aren't about where you're going next. And Pisces is the energy of clearing out, allowing there to be a void, allowing there to be space and room so that when that Aries energy begins, there's space for the new beginnings. There's places for the new seeds to be planted. And there's room for that growth to occur. So we are clearing out a lot. There is a lot moving through. And this is more significant for you if you have planets or points in Pisces. Because even though this conjunction is exact at 23 and 24 degrees of Pisces, you've been working with Neptune and Pisces since 2011. And you're also really feeling the intensity of the energy, which will continue to grow when Saturn enters Pisces. So you could see it as a progression which is what the astrological wheel is about. And even though we say astrological wheel, it's more of a spiral. It's an astrological spiral that keeps circulating and keeps going up into higher places of energy and higher consciousness. So the progression can be looked at in Capricorn, where we were talking about a lot of Capricorn energies in 2019, 2020, Then we progressed to working with the Aquarius energies that opened up and were brought in very strongly. Those Aquarius energies taking us into future realms and new potentials. And then we move into Pisces, which is the release, the completion. So the energies we're moving through here are in beautiful alignment with what we're co-creating next. But part of what we are understanding is that Not everything is meant to travel with us. Not everyone is meant to travel with us. And these are energies that we can be very intentional with when we see it from that higher perspective. So we are unraveling and unwinding parts of our self-identity that are no longer needed going forward, that have expired. Perhaps they feel too heavy. They're just not a part of where you're going or what you want. Those are the things that are shifting. We're also clearing out those soul contracts and stories that have been in our energy fields. And these are at different levels of our consciousness. So for example, 
there can be energies that you have continually activated through your mind, where the mind is the storyteller. The mind takes in information and details and then creates a narrative around it, creates a story. Well, this is where you have the opportunity to create some new perceptions of the same information how you can rewrite a script for yourself, where you can look at this through the Pisces spectrum of energies, where are you telling yourself a story that's connected to something around powerlessness, self-pity, blame, escapism, any type of victim consciousness, poverty consciousness, scarcity consciousness, anything of those lower vibrations are going to perhaps be triggered and come up to your attention For you to formulate a new story from a higher consciousness where you call in love and acceptance for yourself. You call in compassion and you rewrite something from a place of power where this is what I chose to experience. I went down that energy track. I went through those relationship experiences. I was in a very unconscious pattern in my connections with people or in the ways that I showed up. And all of those connections revealed to me more of my own habits and patterns that I'm ready to shift now. So part of this is taking clear responsibility for where you haven't been in your highest place of your own energy, where your energy has gone out and been dispersed, where it's left you exhausted, where you've done too much for others, where you perhaps have self-sacrificed, or you thought you had to take care of everything. The Pisces energy needs to be called back in, called back in, grounded, and also strengthened so that you can be loving, caring, compassionate, aware of what other people are doing and feeling without giving your energy unnecessarily to those places, those people, but to maintain the energy within you and to do so from a place of worthiness, self-value. I'm changing this for myself. I'm willing to do this differently going forward. I'm ready to try a new approach, a new perspective, because I'm tired of the same patterns. I'm tired of this loop I've been in that wasn't serving me. So these are the energies that are coming up that are asking you to be very conscious of what is working in your life and what is not working. So boundaries are important with the Pisces energies, as well as being aware of your energetic sensitivities where there's too much stimuli, there's too much coming in, there's too much you're feeling. This can be a very, very empathetic energy, but that can be unhealthy. That can take you out of your core or your center. Again, if your energy is being dispersed to too many people or too many places, that's where you're going to need to come back into center and really get clear on where your energy is going. The age of Pisces is when so many of our energies went outside of us, where we thought we had to connect with an external authority for power. We thought we had to connect to someone else in order to reach God or to connect with spirit. We thought we had to self-sacrifice and do all of these things in order to be loved or lovable. We thought we had to 
be an idealized version of ourselves or over romanticize something because those Pisces energies can be very out of touch with reality. Well, now when we balance it, we're in a new perspective where we're not over idealizing or glamorizing. We're not trying to make something more than it should be, but we're willing to see the imperfections, the reality of it, and that that's okay. That's enough. That's exactly what We need to accept. And this, of course, is about ourselves, where we see our imperfections. We see the parts of ourselves that maybe we deemed as unlovable or unworthy. The Pisces energy understands that we're human, doing the best we can, working with all these variables, working with all these parts of ourselves. And basically, that Pisces energy can be like this giant, warm, safe energy field that reminds you that you're doing your best and that's good enough. You don't have to overdo it and you certainly don't have to do anything that would be detrimental to your self-identity, to your health, to your sense of self, or to any other part of you that takes you away from loving who you are. So there's a higher compassion here. But what that looks like is going to be different for every person because we're accepting where we aren't perfect and we're not allowing that to be a negative. Rather, it's a positive. It's about, yes, this is who I am. And throughout this lifetime, there's things I'm always learning and understanding and healing while also letting go, forgiving, removing, and allowing energies to continually flow around me. So very big stories in our soul experiences are ending. And then you could feel like you're in a bit of a void, like you don't know what's next. You don't know what to do next. And that can be one of the hardest things of the Pisces energies is that you can feel very ungrounded. It can feel like there isn't a steadiness, almost like the energies continue to rock you up and down. And we know that this Pisces energy is about the ocean the ocean waves, the ocean tides, all the movement of water on the planet, how it's made to ebb and flow. That's also what we're mastering, our own ebbing and flowing. The days when you're low, when you're having a hard day, when you're feeling energetically stuck or like you don't know what to do, you're feeling emotionally low, discouraged, uncertain, wanting to give up, not wanting to do this anymore. That is part of the Pisces energy where it can feel like you're all alone floating on an ocean wave and then here comes a storm and it's very intense and there's a lot that we can grapple with at times that doesn't feel steady or safe. But we're learning with these Pisces energies how to work with the ebbs and the flows, how to continually manage your energy, do what you need to do as necessary, and take it one day at a time. So when you're having a rough day, when you're feeling emotionally low or wanting to throw a pity party, anything around that energy really sinking, this is where you have an opportunity to look at what you need to do to take care of yourself. What can help you right now? Even the small things, even the little things. Is it simply going for a walk and clearing your head? Is it having a good cry? Is it jumping in the bath, taking a shower? I mean, very simple things that are about energy moving. How are you going to move the energy so that you're working with your own personal ebbs and flows, but you're not working against yourself? 
You're working with your energy. You're not working against yourself. So this is where you could find something to reprogram or rewrite that is more loving, more accepting, more kind. Also allowing you to be aware of maybe what the root issue is. Is there a root fear? Is this a cycle? Is there something that you're cycling through and does it come up every Pisces season? If so, it might come up in a very big way since we have an extended Pisces season. Is there an ongoing sense of feeling confused, feeling lost? Where do I belong? Where do I fit in? Where am I going? These are the bigger questions that Pisces can bring up because just like floating on the ocean, you can feel adrift or lost at sea. But this is also where you connect to the present moment. You connect to your body your presence, your connection to your higher self and your soul, and you can be much more receptive to those bigger energies coming in, those bigger messages and transmissions that are ready for you to receive. Because it's okay if you don't have the answers. And that's what we're learning. And maybe we're not so good at that sometimes because this whole trusting thing can be very trying exhausting, and we're not designed to really honor that part of our journeys when we live in a world that's so much about goals, accomplishments, the doingness. What are you doing next? Where are you going next? What's happening today? What's on your calendar tomorrow? We live in a world that typically wants us to keep moving, to keep knowing, to keep understanding. And yes, there are things that you probably know with growing clarity, as that's certainly part of the age of Aquarius, is that we have more of a knowingness. But at this time, there will be things that you don't have answers to. You don't fully understand. You don't see how it's going to come together. It's almost like feeling like you have a giant dream and it's impossible. I just have this big impossible dream. I have no idea how this could come to fruition. I can't see this ever connecting. It's too overwhelming. It's too big. Now, you can reprogram that. You have a big dream for a reason. Nothing is impossible in the universe and through divine timing and the magic of miracles. Nothing's impossible. But what you can do is look at how to hold a steadiness around what you're creating and to not lock into the details, to not form expectations or attachments because that's where the energy can hold us back. It's almost like having a beautiful vision board of what you're looking to experience and manifest and to remove the word impossible from anything, where if you think you have this impossible dream, you've got to rewrite that so you're not saying that it's impossible, but instead you're practicing detachment and openness. You're opening this energy up. And as I say that, I'm seeing this energy opening up and blooming through every single chakra. And so you could see it as a waterfall or a shower of energy coming down through the crown chakra that's expanding you and opening you up to more potentials and more possibilities. And then it moves down through the third eye chakra, the throat chakra, and so on, and is continually cleansing away anything that is limiting. Because Pisces doesn't want to be limited. Pisces is freedom. Openness. It's the wanderer. 
the untethered seeker, the one who just continually stays aware of new energies as they come in and move about. And there is a sense here of when you're in that place with it, it's exciting. It's motivating. It's like anything could come together and surprise you. Anything could happen to take this energy forward. But it is about maintaining some type of steadiness around that dream, that next step, whatever you want to manifest, maintaining something that steadies your energy even while we do these ebbs and flows. These ebbs and flows are going to continue. They're going to feel unsteady. They're going to feel even unreliable, a bit like you just don't know what tomorrow might bring. You don't know what's going to happen next month. So you want something that's grounding and steady around what matters to you, where you're going, and that's going to help you stay connected to that energy, but without staying overly attached. So it's a bit like allowing the openings to be there, allowing the energy to keep moving, but you're also aware of how the universe works and that the universe sees unlimited potentials for anything you want to create. So this dream or whatever you want to manifest, you might have a certain pathway that you see and you could have expectations of, okay, it has to unfold like this. It has to look like this, but the universe doesn't see it that way. The universe sees it as unlimited pathways that can get you to where you want to go. There's multiple openings that can support you. So this is part of our mastery and parts of ourselves that we have to stay conscious of because it isn't normal for us to continually feel safe in the unknowns. So what we're learning is how can you feel safe, secure, and stable during the big unknowns? How do you do that internally? How do you do that within yourself? How do you do that within perhaps each of your chakras? How do you maintain your own ability to feel clear, strong, and stable when there's big energies moving through and big waves, big tides, a lot is in motion, a lot is happening. So this will be our ongoing path and what we're learning to navigate while we move through the unknowns or the confusion. When we don't have answers, we don't understand what is going to happen next or how it will come together this is where we're really digging in to what it means to trust, to have connections to the higher realms, to go into places that provide you with a sense of perspective, whether that is connecting with your spirit guides, your angels, or any other energies that support you. This is where you could feel that you're moving closer to your higher self or really tapping into more of your soul's wisdom for comfort. And that will help with these big energies that will also help with your rising trust levels. Similar to rising tides, you can have a rising level of trust in what you can't see, in what you don't know, but also it's connected to your power. And I feel like that's a very important thing to understand is that we're rewriting these scripts and these narratives where we have felt powerless. Now, that's not to say that you're not going to have bad days or hard chapters, but you're going to be able to move through them faster. And that's part of what happens as we raise our consciousness is that when we meet parts of ourselves that are experiencing these lower energies, we recognize it faster. We understand it sooner. You know what it's about, perhaps within a week, instead of having to wait two years. 
So you move through things faster and it helps you understand your own power, your own choices, what you've healed, what you've moved through, and also helps you continually tap into your own well of wisdom. So as these soul contracts and soul stories and big energies clear out, we're really being supported in clarity of where we want to go next, of allowing and trusting the unraveling, allowing and trusting the unwinding and the exits. So yes, this can be big exits. This is where there can be big things changing in your life, where a lot of things leave, and that's because they're not energetically connected. Now that means you can still experience the sorrow and the grief and the sadness. That's part of the energy we're designed to experience. We're designed to really feel the full spectrum of emotions in the world. But if you're not attached to it, if you can allow it to move through, you can say, I'm just having a bad day. I'm having a rough week. There's a lot going on. If you can give yourself that space to really feel it, it will clear out, it will move through, and then you'll feel the energy shift. And that's when you'll be able to work with what is next and what is coming up for you. So we're healing a lot here that has separated us or has taken us away from our mastery. We have more mastery to gain at this time. In fact, our whole lives are about developing ongoing mastery. And we're healing the parts of ourselves that have felt separated from spirit, felt separated from God. The parts of us that, again, we thought we had to go to a priest or to someone outside of us for that connection to the God self. No, we're claiming it now. We're opening up to it now. We're seeing that it's always traveled with us. It is what we're composed of and connected to at all times. And that's what we're reclaiming. We're looking at where we have felt separated from our power, separated from our spiritual gifts, separated perhaps internally from parts of yourself that you shut down. So there could be an internal split between, let's say, your masculine or feminine energies where you over relied on one more so than the other. And in this energy, it's the rising feminine energies because Pisces is a feminine sign. So it's the rising feminine energies within each of us that connect us to more of our heart and our emotional world, more of our intuition, more of our spiritual gifts, and also how we are so divinely loved by God, Source, Spirit, the universe in a whole new way. And I'm seeing this as the energies coming through and coming in are very bright and they have a new effervescence to them. They are cleared out. It's the energies that have cleared out that are now allowing us to bring in these higher codes, these higher understandings, these higher connections, but to also stay open to what else will transpire and what else will come in. So a visual I'm receiving right now that perhaps this will be the final thing I'll leave you with is that when you go outside and you look up at the sky, You're going to see all kinds of weather moving through. You're going to see the clouds, the storms, the rain, the snow. You're going to see the dark days and you're going to see the bright days. Part of this energy is understanding how the cosmic weather is always moving, always in motion. Every day can be different. Every day has different weather, different energy codes. And part of what we're clearing out are these 
storms or energies that we've continually experienced, but they're moving through. It's like they're meant to glide through and be parts of ourselves that we're complete with. And similar to watching a passing storm, after that storm moves through, then you see the bright blue skies of pure potential. And even if you were to look up at the sky and you see a bunch of clouds, well, those clouds are going to move. They're not going to probably be in the exact same place in an hour or in a day. And they're designed to keep moving. Those are the energies we work with. And as the storm clouds move through, or even any clouds, when you look up at the sky and you see those bright blue openings, that is this potential I'm talking about. That is this energy of the blue skies, the openness, the potentials, the voidness that is always composed of other energies. So this is where it gets complex when you have energies within energies. But it's understanding that we're learning even more about how to work with these energies in transition, how to honor them, how to not overly attach to them, and to allow that natural movement to continue on. So we're essentially clearing out the clouds, the storms, the heavy energies that our souls have carried so that we can open up to more of these bright blue skies. We can open up to new potentials and new ways of experiencing our energy. And this is part of what the Jupiter-Neptune conjunction is going to show you. What is ready to clear out? What is ready to move through? Because chances are you're already aware of it. This will speak to you softly and through your intuition at first. Sometimes those messages get louder and louder. The universe is saying, look right here. It's this, it's this. Because what you can also look at are the parts of your life that have been disappointing, where things haven't worked, where it hasn't connected, where you have felt discouraged. That's exactly the point that you're ready to energetically shift and change. You're exactly ready to rework anything around, again, victim consciousness, scarcity consciousness, poverty consciousness, anything that hasn't supported your energy where you know you're ready for a new manifestation. You're ready for something different in this particular area of your life. This energy can help you clear out those lower expressions or those lower energies and help you also rise up into exactly what you're ready to create in that space next. So yes, clearing out, unraveling, removing, releasing, forgiving. That's what I'm going to end with. Forgiving yourself. If there are parts of your life that have been disappointing, discouraging, you haven't felt satisfied, you haven't felt that it was really connected to who you are. This is also where we practice self-forgiveness, that you did what you thought you could do. You did what your programming was about. You followed something or you created certain experiences from a certain level of consciousness. Now you're ready to go higher do something different, make some big changes. Now is the time, if you're willing, if you're saying yes, if you're showing up and following through on what these changes are. But this is where we also can be forgiving of ourselves for what we didn't choose before, what we didn't know before. You know, all of that is in divine order. All of that is in divine order now. So you could be ready to make these changes And Jupiter is going to help you make them faster. Jupiter is going to support you in the new steps and new directions that you're ready to go. 
So be very kind to yourself. Be very forgiving. Honor your humanness. Honor the parts of you that are beautifully imperfect. And yet that's what makes you glorious. You know, this is where we can have some really beautiful connections around self-love. So I hope that helps you with these energies and understanding the bigger picture of them all why it's so significant at a soul level, and also the fact that this is a once-in-a-lifetime conjunction between Jupiter and Neptune and Pisces, and that means you are right on time. You are right on time for whatever is coming up to your consciousness now. It wasn't meant to happen five years ago. It wasn't meant to happen 10 years ago. There's something about right now that's right on time. And that can help us relax into this phase and relax into trusting this whole process. Now, I will be discussing these energies as we move into March and April. We'll be covering them on my Wednesday podcast as I do a show for you every Monday and every Wednesday. And we'll keep discussing this. But I wanted to do these two in-depth topics because I feel like this is big enough that when we connect the dots and we see what's changing in our lives, we can feel more in control. We can say, I'm ready. Yes, I want to change that. Yes, I'm going to end that. Yes, I'm done with that. Yes, I'm over that. So look at where your energy is already saying yes to what you're ready to change because that shows you where you're right on time. So thank you so much for joining me. As always, it is a joy to connect with you through this podcast. I am very grateful for your subscribes, likes, and listening. Please share this podcast with others who may benefit from this information. I certainly hope that at least one message resonates with you or supports you on your journey. And I'm very grateful that we're all connected through this magical ongoing world of astrology. I'll be back with a new episode every Wednesday and Monday. And be sure and check out my YouTube channel where I release more videos for you as well every Friday. You can find out more about me over at mollymccord.online. And I'm also on Instagram, Facebook, and like I said, YouTube. So thank you so much. I'll see you back here very soon. And I wish you a beautiful day ahead.